Hey, folks. Ooh, that was not prepared at all. Welcome to One Hit No Wonder, <laughs> where we talk about uh, One Hit Wonders, and what we do each week is we put them up against each other, and we make them fight to the death, and it gets really bloody and nasty and disgusting. Gnarly. Uh, it's pretty gnarly, so put the kids to bed. This is a rated R podcast. It's rated our podcast. This is a show where the uh, everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. We're gonna get sued. Dude, now. I feel like I feel like Drew Carey. Every time I introduce the show, I feel like, <laughs> hey, because he's got like the whole. Nah, I don't really yeah. care. I'm making ten million dollars off of this. Oh yeah, like, and the guests hate it. Yeah, thankfully we don't have any guests that hate us because we don't make any money from this. <laughs> Not yet, we don't. Not but, yet, we don't. We're coming for you, Joe thanks, Rogan. Thanks to our Patreon page, you can. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So yeah, uh, but we are on social media. Just a quick little upkeep for those of you right. who might be new to this show, first time coming on. Thanks for joining us. We're really happy that you're here. Um. And uh, we're here to worship God. So let's give it up. All right. <laughs> So everybody stand to your feet and uh, remember, pass the buckets around. Remember when they used to say that in church? Like, if it's your first time, we're so glad you could join us. I was like, yep. yeah. Are we're you? so glad Because you, you say that us. every single week. Um, mm-hmm. It's but, good. Uh, yeah, we're on uh, social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Look up One Hit No Wonder, and you can find us. We post some doofy stuff there from time to time. Uh, oh, yeah. And if you feel so inclined to leave us a review and a rating on apple podcasts that sure would mean a whole heck of a lot to us um and also yeah we're, we're trying to get the show off the ground we'd really like it to reach as many ears as possible so share this with a friend um i was talking about this earlier this week i really think that word of mouth is the best way for things to get spread around uh-huh. just Absolutely. because social media kind of, kind of seems to be this like never-ending circle of people just plugging themselves and i don't right. like to be the guy that does that so, we don't want any fake fake fans. We don't want any bots or anything like that or or whatever. If yeah, you like the no show, bots. man, we just hope you like the show and enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. We want this to be the relaxing escape from your week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so come along, come for the ride. Yeah, but anyways, uh, we have two really fun uh, topics to dive into today. Two really uh, <laughs> crazy bands. I'm really, I think I'm most excited about this one more than any of the ones we've been talking about. But uh, before we get to that, real quick, we'd like to talk about what we've been listening to this week. Nolan, do you have something for us? Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, so there is, um, in, in my local scene, I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and in my little scene that we have here, we have a band called Dead Friends. Uh, who are some good friends of my band. I'm in a band called Close Quarters. And Dead Friends, uh, they actually brought us out to... Um, well, we, they had us out for our first show. We were able to get on their their bill. Since then, we've always been good friends. They they released an EP, I think, like, it was summertime. I can't remember what exact month. Um, but they have this song that's their now most streamed song on Spotify. It's called Knelt for Fear of Falling.
Yeah, man. These are just some really good dudes. Yeah. They're good friends. Yeah, they're, they're really good friends of, of our band. And, and uh, it was really like cool because when we, I had never, I had never heard of them uh, mm-hmm. up until the point where we played a show at a place that no longer exists called Charlie's in Norfolk. Charlie's. And yeah, good old Charlie's. And um, they put on a dang show. It was really, really cool to see. Um, yeah, they put a lot of energy into it. And as their music is, it's very. Uh, aggressive and mm-hmm. and awesome but anyway shout out to dead friends what you've been listening to matt yeah so uh this week was actually a pretty big um release week for a couple of the artists that i really enjoy um oh, yeah yeah first off uh fleet fox has put out a brand new album uh it was a follow-up to their 2017 album called crack up this album is called sure and Whew, it's dude. It, this is probably their their most. Uh, uh, if you've listened to the band before, um, yeah, and, and you're any kind of fan of them, this is their most mature album to date. Uh, and it's really cool to see or listen to a band's like progression. Um, I mean, it, they they've put out nothing but home runs in my opinion. I think they're one of the best folk bands of the 21st century. Sure, um, absolutely. And, and some of the best songwriters that there are out working today. Uh, but this album is just the total package. It's it's pretty great. Uh, I've listened to it once all the way through, and um, yeah, I'm a big fan. But also, the the other one that I was even more excited about um, than this album was Sufjan Stevens' new album, The Ascension, uh, oh. was released as of this recording. The album came out yesterday. Uh, Whoa! So I took a new listen to, or I took a first listen to this new album. And uh, I, you think? I'm a longtime Sufjan Stevens fan. Uh, one thing you should know about this guy is that he he has this trend where he releases an album once every five years, um, <laughs> and it can get really annoying because you obviously want more music from the artists that you like, but right. it's almost like a, a staple of his. Like I'm gonna go in the shadows for five years, and then I'm gonna put out an album. And normally, you know, he would tour it for a little bit, but because we're in COVID times, that's not happening. So right, it's kind of like. Here's this new album. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy um, it. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, the last album he released was called Carrie and Lowell, and that came out in 2015, uh, which is, you know, five years ago now. And that, that's kind of when I hopped on board with his music. Um, he's not the most accessible artist that there is out there. I mean, it's, it's definitely not a uh, bubblegum pop or anything like that. My, yeah. w- my wife hates this guy. I, I mean, really, I, you know, I, I know quite a few music listeners who are just not into it like they just can't oh, get into it um and i i get it like there's there's a lot of it's um, a mood he's a mood artist it's a mood artist for sure yeah for um, sure you, you gotta listen to it like if you're if if there's a season for this this mm-hmm. guy it's like winter like you're you're mm-hmm. it's like everything's kind of slow moving the snow's falling yeah and it's perfect because you're in the zen zone drinking your coffee yeah it's perfect right um right yeah myself. i I, I really like uh, Sufjan Stevens. I mean, he's he's probably a little pretentious and, you know, all, all that stuff. And it's, yeah. you know, I feel like a piece of junk for even saying, like, he's not the most accessible. But, like, it's true, man. His, his music can get really, really complex. And there's a lot of moving parts and noises. And sure. it's not it's not very uh, uh, friendly to um, a first-time listener. I, I think you really need to to focus in and laser in. And that's where I'm at with this album right now is I listen oh. to it all the way through. This album sits at 80 minutes in length. Wow. It's, it's a hefty, hefty boy. And oh uh, my gosh, I listened to it all the way through yesterday from start to finish. No Good breaks. Night. And 
it's i mean it's good it's it's definitely his uh his most um synth and drum machine friendly album to date which I'm normally not a huge fan of. I like electronic music. Uh, I, I really like when artists can like incorporate real acoustic instruments with with electronic instruments. This album sure. is purely electronic, so much so that oftentimes you feel like the vocals are getting in the way of the lush instrumentation going on. Um, but it's it's long, uh, and the, the closer is 13 minutes. Uh, it's called America. It's really great. Yeah. But I, I wanted to play a little bit of the opening track called Make sure. Me an Offer I Cannot Refuse. This uh, this album is extremely heavy. It's extremely depressing. Uh, the lyrics are just—they <laughs> yeah. just crush you. Um, it's like his forte, though. Yeah, it's really I good. Mean, that's what he's—that's what he's known for. Like that's the right. kind of music that he writes. Is it's it's make you sad boy music. Yeah, um, he's like sort of hovering around everything. Like he's very breathy, super a, breathy as a yeah. vocalist. Yes, um, he's like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> But good, what, what I really like about uh, him as an artist, even like beyond just the songs that he writes, is is kind of the the method he he takes to songwriting. Uh, like mm-hmm. back in two thousand and five, when he put out the album uh, Illinois, he that album is is completely it's one hundred and eighty degrees different than than the stuff he puts out now, which is very mm-hmm. electronic synth driven. That album was made up of like living room instruments, um, just like you know, like toy pianos, sure, and right, 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 and it's it's extremely orchestrated, and it sounds like there's hundreds of people playing these instruments, but it was all him, like, and it was just yeah, like recorded in his apartment over a period of months, and like I that. That to me is, is, is yeah, that's bonkers yeah. that an artist can just do that and just add like this little flute part that it hangs out in the background, but it's so yeah. prominent you gotta have and like, important. Yeah, you gotta have like supreme confidence in yourself because yeah. I rely so much on the other people that are in the project that I'm in, whether it's a project with you or my guys in in close quarters. Like I have mm-hmm. like my part, but I am not. I don't feel like I'm good enough you know, at, at a particular instrument to think, oh, this is something that's actually really good. Like, you know, I, I kind of have to rely on my guys. Yeah, for exactly. That. So mean, he just is able to pull it out and go. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. And even with the, with the whole like collaboration thing, that's where I, that's where I really thrive in writing a good song is being able to bounce my ideas off yeah, other people. It's, so. it's like kind of half the fun, but yeah, that's good, man. That was some, that's, that's some good stuff. I'm definitely going to have to sit down and, and listen. I might not do the whole all the way through thing, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, if if you have the time, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I obviously recommend checking it out, but I, I wouldn't sure. start here. If you're looking to get into Sufjan Stevens, if you've heard about him in the past and you thought like, eh, that sounds like something I might like, I wouldn't start with this album. I would definitely start with some of his, his earlier stuff, which uh, is very folky. Chicago or... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the main entrance that a lot of people get into is the yeah. song Chicago and that mm-hmm. whole album, Illinois. Um or even his like just acoustic guitar driven stuff before sure. that. Um, He's got a couple of, is it a few or a couple of Christmas 
Albums. Yeah, he's got four he's Christmas records that he four. put out. Kind of in <laughs> I was sequence. thinking it was like two. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're they're all they're they're kill- I, I blast those like every Christmas. They're so oh, fun. Yeah. Um, and they're just mostly playlist. just covers of, of Christmas songs. It is um, great though. It's really freaking good. Yeah, but sift uh, in. That's what yeah. I've been listening to. Heck yeah, man! Oh. Well, I'm really excited for for this week and who we got <laughs> paired oh my up gosh, me too. against uh, each other. I've got a lot to say. I feel like I do. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But uh, who do we have, Matt? I think it'll be interesting either way. Uh, well, first <laughs> of all, I want to drop a new... Um, this uh, This is going to be the staple for oh. when we start the topic. Okay, we got some feedback this week and people are saying, <laughs> I'm 20 freaking minutes into this episode. You haven't <laughs> talked once about Chumbawamba and it's pissing me off. So... Uh, for those of you, this is this is your marker that we're gonna start. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Right. Thanks, Scott. Uh, <laughs> Scott, stop everybody. Uh, did, he, did I mention how that's where that's? Did I do that last week about like Scott writing the song for the Marlins? No, I don't think I did. I think we, well, <laughs> since we're using the reference, real quick. Uh, a lot of people really don't know, and uh, for some reason, Matt knew pretty well that Scott Stapp of the band Creed. <laughs> Uh, in the, I uh, probably the year 2000, 2001. really, really 2001. Okay. Year 2001 was commissioned by the Florida Marlins at the time. Now, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Florida Marlins at the time, Miami Marlins now, mm-hmm. uh, to write a song for the Marlins, like a, like a go fight song for the Marlins and boy, did he, uh, it's not on Spotify. <laughs> it's not on Apple music or anything like that. It's on YouTube though. And it's called Marlins will soar. And just do yourself a favor and listen to it because it's probably the best piece of music uh, ever written. written. Ever written. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a running joke for a long time. Joke, Actually, yeah. my, my buddy Jordan showed that to me when we were still in high school. <laughs> and uh, it was like in the early, early days of YouTube. And we like <laughs> just really liked listening to that kind of stuff. Not like legitimate. We just thought it was funny as hell to yeah. be like, oh, and it's, here's it's Scott real. Stapp, like exactly. known famous singer. Doing a baseball song. No, that's um, the thing, though, is at the time, he, it's two, It's the year 2000 with Arms Wide Open, Higher, like yeah. all of his hits. They're probably the biggest band, the biggest rock band yeah. in the world. Like he did, the, sure. they did like a Thanksgiving Day performance. Like there was so much stuff that they were doing. But Scott took his time <laughs> and, and wrote a song for the Florida Marlins. He's a huge perfect. baseball fan. Um, and I mean, that's why he did. He's a Marlins fan, which is totally fine. But like, and I'm Makes sure they sense. paid him a huge. And I mean, like, I'm sure good for them. I don't know if they were a good team back then, but. Oh, um, well, that's the thing is like that song was written in 2001. In 2003, the Florida Marlins won the World Series. Oh, OK. So it worked. <laughs> it worked, man. I mean, it he, worked. Go, Scott. He, he works miracles. He works. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens yeah. when you trust Christ. Uh, OK, but, so. Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk much. I'm sure that'll, uh, that, that's not the last time you're going to be hearing about Scott Stepp and the Florida Marlins. But, oh, no, um, not at all. Anyways, I wanted to cater to the one person who told us that our show sucked. So, <laughs> you, you win, Reddit <laughs> listener. You win, Mr. Reddit. Um, I'm calling you out. I'm not, I don't even know the no. guy's username. Uh, but, anyways, we have two <laughs> bands this week, uh, both in the butt rock category. Oh, my God. oh yeah. We're going to talk about butt rock. We're going to talk about trapped and hinder. Um, <laughs> So, butt rock. Mm, what is it? What uh, is butt rock? What is butt rock? Uh, this is some th- some say dad rock. But butt rock is preferred. Kind of dad rock. I think <laughs> personally, I think that there's a difference between dad rock and butt rock. Now, we had a conversation with the uh, with your mm-hmm. brother about this not too long ago right, because right. he was asking us. He's like, "What the hell is butt rock?" 
Yeah. Um, so we, you know, had to, of course, explain it to him. So if you're right. like David and you, you don't know what butt rock is and it's a funny term to you, it is a 100% <laughs> legitimate term. And it's used to describe bands such as Three Doors Down or Nickelback or uh that the uh, whole, if if you if you followed music in like the late 90s early 2000s it was kind of that post grunge era so a band like <laughs> puddle of mud or 3 days grace or breaking benjamin when mm-hmm. the guitars got really chunky but not necessarily good seether and yeah yeah Ooh, yeah. um, and the bands uh, put out these ridiculously huge hits uh, mm-hmm. that everyone seemed to be listening to, but you and your friends all thought it was dumb and bad. <laughs> uh, at least this is my personal experience, right? Um, so just think of those kinds of bands. Think of your, those kinds your, of bands. Yeah, your your th- Gone Variety, Nickelback. R- right, right. And the way I kind of think about it is like bands that tried to vocally be like Creed. Yes. You know what I mean? Like Scott yeah, Stapp in his sound like the yeah, yeah, kind of uh, thing. Which I think started more with bands like Pearl Jam. That's a very uh, Eddie, yes, Eddie yes. better kind of thing. They Who's just, a legitimate uh, band, by yes, the way? Yes, Pearl Jam's great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but in, in any case, we call it butt rock. And sorry if that butt offends rock. anybody, but it's just fun, more fun to say. Look, it, it, it shouldn't offend you, honestly. Yeah. Because if you, if you like these kinds of bands, then... <laughs> You don't There's... really like music. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you. So, I wanted to read the uh, not well just now. I, I looked up butt rock on Urban Dictionary, and it's pretty. It's pretty, pretty spot on. Okay. Um, it's a style of hard rock and heavy metal music that is watered <laughs> down both musically and lyrically to garner maximum radio play and mainstream oh, yeah, acceptance. Maybe. Exactly. Lyri- lyrical themes are drawn from a put on tough guy slash bro persona, and include being a badass, getting lots of <laughs> p word, strippers ah! partying. And uh, being betrayed or alone. It's all traps. Yeah. It's it's, uh, uh, image-wise, butt rock bands typically consist of guys in their mid-30s with spiky hair, (laughs) uh, affliction t-shirts, and bad tattoos, usually barbed wire or tribal. Yes. Always with the tap-out shirts. Um, So think of like your, your, uh, your like, what is is the fighting thing? Uh, Joe Rogan, what's his... M- oh, oh, MMA. MMA. Ta- the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of your MMA dude and like his weekly playlist. That's butt rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas dad rock is more just classic rock. It's your, classic it's your rock, Boston's right. and your REO Speedwagons and your, you know, that right. like late 70s, early 80s, like classic rock that was huge on the radio. There's, yeah. I, that stuff's good. I, and I there, think there is some crossover with that. But yes, that's, a little bit. Dad yeah. rock is definitely more of the years <laughs> behind it. A hundred percent. Good night, though. Okay, so who should we play first? Ta- uh, I mean, let's let's start with Trapped because I, know I almost you called kinda... it Tapped. Like, ta- <laughs> start with Tapped. Let's start with Tap Out. Tap Out. Uh, let's start with let's Trapped. Let's start with the Tap Out. T- yeah. T R A P T. By the way, so oh, just just when you think you have everything figured out, these yep. guys come in and throw a curveball at you with their name. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, they so, had this hit called Headstrong. And yeah. it, it's basically that definition of butt rock that you just said, like the tough guy persona, headstrong, I'll take you on. And yeah, this they is will. this is the the like the anthem of butt rock. Um, <laughs> butt rock anthem. I, and I know you kind of have sort of a, a personal ish history with with this band, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, yeah. But, but first, let's play a quick uh, snippet of headstrong that you've probably heard before. <laughs> Oh, that triplet, dude. <laughs> oh. 
Is it me or that? Is that bass just too much? It's a lot. Okay, yeah, everything. T- it's mud. Tone it down. Tone it down. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to go to the chorus. I want to go to the chorus. The song has like switched rhythms like three times now. I think he just—he couldn't figure out the lyric there because he goes. I think it, it sounds to me. Like she just goes headstrong or headstrong. A <laughs> uh, uh, headstrong, yeah. Uh, so that's headstrong. Um, yes. I mean the antithesis of that definition. As you kept uh. reading, it's you know the the riffs and everything is just designed to be a hit it's yeah. it's, uh, it's all for radio play it's sheesh. overly dramatic i mean like yeah. some of the like the vocal tricks that they were doing like the bringing in the vote like that oh yeah uh, it's, i mean uh, mm. it's a it's a hit there's no denying it it's a hit and as much as i really really don't want to say it is it has it has a monstrous amount of plays on yeah. uh, Spotify, and I'm going to talk a lot more about this. I, how many plays does it have? Do you have it pulled up? Uh, yeah, hang on. Give me a second. It's got uh, like 219 million. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah, so there there you go. So that's that's Headstrong, and um, I guess I'll get into it. The reason that I don't like Trapped at all, and if you're listening and you're any bit familiar with Trapped today in 2020, shoot, in the mm. last decade... Uh, you know that it's basically the the front man. The front man does everything for the band. The front man is like the the face of the band. The front man does not have his own Facebook account, as far as I know. He uses the Trapped account on his Facebook. Name is, his name is Chris Taylor Brown, by the way. Chris Taylor Brown. He probably uses his full name because he's a douchebag. Um, but the uh, <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. What happened when when people were starting to realize that this guy is like he's just like a super Trump supporter. There's nothing wrong with that, but like he's like. Well, like well, there is, uh, go there on. is there well, your beliefs are your beliefs, but, um, like he s- sort of started to make headlines last year. He made headlines the most, I think for when, uh, when George Floyd was tragically murdered by those cops, mm-hmm. uh, he took the cops side and basically was like, he had a heart issue and he did this. The cops didn't kill him. It was this whole thing. And we were like, yeah. dude, shut up. Like, and even before that, in the, in Virginia Beach, there is a there's kind of a hardcore a metal scene. Um, it's probably like the biggest scene, sort of you know niche for the town. I guess you could say it's what I'm I'm involved in it. And it the personal when Matt said it got personal. Uh, basically, I don't know what happened. I, like they they had played this area before and played some place and basically they were starting to call out bands and whatnot and like silent planet got involved and they were like oh you don't have any streams on um pandora or like your pandora rating is so bad and whatnot and they're like who listens to pandora what are you talking about like anyway so wait, 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 wait. trapped yeah. trapped called these guys trapped called out silent planet for having silent. low, low oh my God. plays if you like look at the the twitter history it's like 
not, it's not just them at all. Like, tw- like trapped when headstrong, headstrong toe, baby. They went headstrong. Dude, they started going after this. There's, there's like uh, uh, DIY hardcore bands in like New York and people like there's a, I forget the band. I'm going to have to look it up and put it in like show notes or something. But there's a, there's a band in New York uh, that's like a DIY hardcore type thing. And their front man has like killed people and done time and shit. Whoa. And this guy is like, yeah, like, dude, I'll, I'll like smoke you and whatnot. Like, like he's talking to this guy in this hardcore band or whatnot. Like he's starting legitimate beef. And so basically the Virginia beach crew or community, like there was like a, a Facebook comment war that happened and it was trapped the band. Like, mm. like typing out things. My, uh, there's a guy, uh, a guy, Kyle, who just moved away. Kyle, if you listen, hi, uh, but he just like I think him he had like screenshots of like yeah he he's like he's like attacking people on Facebook. But anyway, the band is trash basically to me. But yeah, mm. it's it's just funny. It's like a super meltdown that hasn't quite finished melting down. Now what what is the story behind the trapped with two T's Twitter page oh that, that you've mentioned in the past? Because I know that I there was like a, it's like a parody. Uh, it is a parody. After, after this, this meltdown that this singer, Chris Taylor Brown or whatever had on, or continues to have on Twitter. Um, um, yeah. I think it was a few years ago or maybe a few months ago, somebody set up a, 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 an account called Trapped with two T's at the end. Um, and they kind of, they pretended to be the actual band. And uh, they sort yeah. of took it to the band and then the band got really mad about it. I don't um, even remember. Like, it's, what? it's a troll account or something like that. But yeah, basically they like started to like deep fake mm. <laughs> yeah. like responses that were from the front man and whatnot. It got crazy. I think even Ice T got involved, like the body count guys, uh. like they got involved and like, it was it was bad. Basically, it was like all these different cities uh, were like never come to our town again. Oh, and the mm. they they like they're like um, when they did the whole like Pandora thing, like oh we have all these listens yeah. on Pandora and stuff. Yeah. Like people started posting like personal pictures on their camera roll from their last tour, and they're like, dude, what are you talking about? You came and you played the tap house, and there were fifteen people. Here's a picture you know, of your last show when you came over here. And the most recent thing in the news had been that festival that they played with Smash Mouth, which is a beautiful lineup. (laughs) Smash Mouth and Trapped. (laughs) Nothing more that I want in life. Um, And Smash Mouth had like uh, the whole whole festival attending their show. You know, it was like the big event. 5,000, whatever people, I don't know how many people. And then, and then when trapped played, uh, Mm -hmm. there were maybe, I don't know, maybe a hundred people in the crowd and they tried to like get a low angle to show like this sea of people and whatnot. And there just wasn't anybody there. People started to post their own pictures again. You guys had like a hundred people. It's bad. Yeah. It's um, bad. So somebody had said, uh, in response (laughs) to one of, one of this dude's like, off the wall tweets that was like filled with racism and, and like pro Trump speech and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, someone had said, calm down, Nickelback. I mean, trapped. And they responded to that. Nickelback is amazingly successful. That's not an insult. Slap over the face emoji. Uh, you have to be the biggest loser idiot on Twitter. Like he's six years old. You big loser, loser idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't even deal with this guy. Uh, anyway, freaking. All I right. So we've got the we got Headstrong. What's got the headstrong. I, 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 I. OK, what's the next? Song? So their next most popular song on Spotify is called Bring It. And that one is sitting at a pretty 15 million plays. It's off a different sure album. Is. So that, that first song was off an album from, I believe, like 2001 or two. Um, this song called Bring It is the opening track off their 2013 album Reborn. So maybe Reborn. they maybe they went through a whole you know uh, it, it, the cover is also a butterfly. Um, so oh, it's good, pretty yeah. sweet. Um, yeah, I haven't heard Bring It, but let's check it let's out. See what it's about. <laughs> Sounds like a a mosquito in my ear. Oh boy. They're bringing in synths. I mean, they're with the times a little bit. Yeah. There's some new sounds for sure. I'm going to hit you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well... It's not a great start. Okay. Okay. All right. It's a little um, problematic uh, to start off any song with I'm going to hit you right where it um, hurts. I'm going to give yeah. you everything that you deserve. If you need attention, something to say, let's hear your confession. I am just too hard to break. Okay, so oh it, I, I've never heard any other songs by these guys other than than the two that we just played, but it seems like they have a running theme of I'm so badass and I'm, I'm untouchable and you're not going to get me, uh, so bring it. <laughs> and also, you're like... You're not going to get me. If you said, like, you don't... If you're about to get in a fight with, like, another bro, like, MMA guy, you don't say, I'm going to hit you. Like, you don't... <laughs> So it, I don't. I kind of got a very like. It's like, a it's a pandery type thing. You know, he's he's like uh, we have. Well, I think so. Like you have to. You uh, he is obviously trying so desperately to do what Headstrong did. <laughs> I like, guess. I'm gonna hit yeah. you like like he's got that tough guy tap out. He's probably wearing a tap out shirt to bed. It almost seems like doing. a spiritual sequel to to uh, <laughs> the first one. If you ask me, I'm headstrong. Bring it. I'm st- yeah. Bring it. Bring it. I'm still right here, undefeated. Say whatever you want. It really I'm, don't mean anything. Like I think yeah. it, maybe he wrote this about his Twitter followers. <laughs> uh, or it. or most likely it's about his wife. Um, because this dude <laughs> seems like. He wouldn't think twice about smacking some ladies smacking around. Smacking some, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, uh, I mean, at a songwriting perspective, the first thing that I just, the first thing that popped into my mind was this is just a demo. Like, yeah. it sounded like it sounded like the bones of what could be a good song that somebody has written and it sent like over. The bones, the bones of what could be a song. Um, but yeah, it sounded unfinished. I, I kind of got that same thing. Like, this it was is just yeah, it was a like lot of chords. ideas. Mm-hmm. That people were like, here, we could do this. So let's just throw 
everything that we have in the song and then we'll we'll take and, and remove from it as we see fit. Yeah, it's like the, there's synths, there's that like mosquitoey buzzy thing happening. He's I like, hated I hated that. I want oh. 50 didgeridoos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the copy just came out. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's he, yeah um already it's like i i, I know and, and it's like uh, you guys listening um you got some biased people here doing the podcast we don't listen to this music and we make fun of it often um so but i, I don't know as a hit goes i i, I don't know uh, I, it doesn't sound like something that would stick in my head like H- headstrong does you know unfortunately yeah. headstrong does but that I one mean, didn't. Uh, the only thing that I think would stick in my head after the song is this dude's fist. Um, <laughs> if I ever see him in person, because uh, yeah, I, I hate this. Oh I, yeah, it all it does is confirm my disbelief in the fact that this music is is popular. Um, because I it it just astonishes me how anybody's sitting there like yeah like yeah it's like, this is really good i feel like uh, i don't know maybe maybe this is just because of the area that i live in which mm-hmm. is you know tennessee but like this is the music that like when a country bro is is like not in a country mood like this is his rock mood like this is what he gets into for rock like i feel like right. that's the kind of dude who's listening to this because i've never met an actual person who listens to this to get like actually hyped no, um, yeah, the people that I've met that listen to this think that this is like metal. They, this they're is metal like, music. This is yeah. heavy, and that's the worst. And it's the absolute, worst. especially me, like coming from coming. Like if you say that to me, it's like, yeah. why am I talking to you? You know, like All right. You don't know what heavy is. You're you're. It's like I'm trying to be cool because yeah, this is definitely like. This is heavy music. Oh, dude, have you listened to Headstrong by Trapped? Dude. I'm like, dude, go go jump in a river right now. Just go go for a swim. Go ride a uh, roller coaster. I'd really like to write or hear like a, a soft, like folky um, pop cover of Headstrong. Uh, I feel like that could be really fun. I feel like you have your work cut out like, for you Like Nora week. Jones style, you know, oh like almost God. a jazzy kind of. Like a little piano. Headstrong, I'll take you on. Something like that. Um, I feel like that could be really fun. But anyways, I, yeah. I hate Trapped. Uh, but uh, yeah. we, we have to move on because one of these guys has to be a winner. Okay. I, I hate this next band too. Well, I, I, I'll preface this too. Hinder, oh, I, I laughed at Hinder just as much as I laughed at Trapped. Uh, okay. Their song is definitely hilarious. Their hit. That was it, Lips of an Angel? Lips of an Angel. Lips of an Angel. Um, but real quick, shout out to Hinder. You're great dudes because... There's a band that uh, that my band has played with. They're called Kionashi. And Kionashi, they were on iMatter with us. We've played a show with them over here in Chesapeake. Hinder uh, was asked, like, hey, who, who are what are some bands you're really excited about or a band that's coming up that you, you want to kind of give a shout-out to? And out of nowhere, mm-hmm. they said Kionashi. And Kionashi doesn't sound... Uh, Kionashi, if you, know, if you know them, great. They're awesome. If you don't, look them up because Hinder is not anything like them. So somebody listens to like this DIY emo <laughs> hardcore in that band and said it. Yeah. So it was a really cool shout out. So shout out Hinder. You All guys right. are great dudes. And so we already, I already know I'm biased because you, you're good people. Say, it seems the, uh, based on their, there's like Spotify, uh, yeah. picture, the dude who's oh. probably like the guitar player, maybe the bass player. Yeah. Um, he's like second to the right. If you're looking at the picture, he looks like a magician. <laughs> And I'm really digging it. Um, oh, man. 
It looks like maybe this picture was taken like 2015, way after. Oh, their, he does look like him. Going. They're all in like suit jackets. They're all like, they're like hipster. They're trying to be like cool, like rock hipster looking dudes. I think. Um, oh man, like, kind of like a Panic at the Disco kind of style, you know? Uh, which oh, wow. I can I can get into. I can respect that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but they put out a song in <laughs> back in the heyday. I, I think I think to and don't quote me on this because I don't. Honey, why you calling me? <laughs> So lame. <laughs> I want. I think it was a uh, 2004 or five. Um, yeah, the song is called uh, "Lips of an Angel." It was the only song of theirs that ever did anything uh, chart-wise. And uh, this is it. This is this is how it goes. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. He smoked 20 cigarettes before getting in the studio for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Such a like a piece of shit song, though. (laughs) Right. Okay. I forgot that. Yeah. thoughts um yeah. just after because i haven't heard i haven't listened to the song in, in many many years you, did you just so, process those lyrics for the first time in a while no, no yeah in a while like i i yeah. knew, you knew like lyrics. back then when i when i heard it, like i knew the lyrics i knew what it was about but i, I just sure. forgot and yeah. and so like when i played it just now i'm like oh yeah it's about like he's cheating on his wife he's or cheating girlfriend on or his, something yeah and he'd rather be with the other one. Um, and he's talking to her on the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, it's, that's a, a dirtbag thing to say, but like, sure. Whatever. I mean, I, that's fine. It's a story song. It's and, a story song. Yeah. Yeah. People write story songs all the time. This dude probably didn't do that. Or if he did, I don't, maybe he's apologized. Yeah. For let let me re re rescind my <laughs> comment. It's not a piece of shit song. It's just, it's just the topic is shitty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a crappy it's a thing good to happen song. to somebody. Yeah, um, it's a terrible thing to happen. But the song happen. structure, there we go. Yeah, and you know what? I, I listened to this fully expecting it to be like bad. I was going to, uh, like, I'm yeah. going to have the same opinion as I do on Trapped. Um, sure. The song, it, it's it's good. Like, I, it's, yeah. it's completely, like, the structure is there. It is very well structured. It's well, uh, it's well sung. I think the dude has an actually really good voice. Like, uh, yeah. the, the chorus, especially, guys, when he hits that falsetto, I, mm-hmm. I, I forgot about all that part. And I just, it, it, it sounded really nice. Um, yeah. It's fluid. Like, these guys, you know, for a, a rock, at, I think this is more pop rock than it is like butt rock. But, it is, it's butt rock. But it, like, yeah. It's it's got the structure of like a ballad, like a rock ballad that you would hear yeah, from like a metal band in the eighties or something. I, exactly. I don't get the tough guy vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like from the lyrics exactly. or from the way that song is uh uh presented. Yeah. Um though it does have the some some elements, like the raspy voice, the you know, yeah, the yeah, crowd that it there. draws is similar. 
yes, like the 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 MMA guys are still going to go to the Hinder show uh, the week after they go to the trap show. This is yeah. The, after they get home from the trap show, they they blast some Hinder and <laughs> and drink their martini with their yeah. trap shirt and their uh, and their Wait, cheese puffs. They drink a martini. Yeah, it, they drink martinis. They Do yeah. Well, I I I don't know. I don't know of any sort of personal experience, but I would imagine a martini would be a drink of choice. They're delicious. Really? I mean, for like an MMA guy, you think they're like sipping on martinis? Well, that's like you know, a classy the Bud, drink. I, well, you know, the Bud Light's like a front. You know what I'm saying? I think there's like a conspiracy uh, here. They go to the bar. They have the tough guy they, thing. Well, come on. Okay. They go to the trap show, right? They go to uh-huh. the trap show. They're wearing their MMA shirt. They got their Bud Light, right? Yep. America's beer. You know what? I'm, it's just Budweiser. I'm doing the full, the full thing. <laughs> Calories don't matter. The, it's all made up. Not today, they don't. Not today. And then they go home and they take their their MMA shirt off and they put on their fuzzy slippers and they <laughs> put their they put their robe on and they well they put they slip their feet into that little little foot massager with the uh-huh. water and shit. Yeah. So yeah. there they go and then they they play hinder uh, lips of an angel. And they stir their little martini. They and stir their martini. Cuddle up with their little uh, uh, shih tzu. <laughs> and they crack open a nice book. They're reading Harry Potter for the first time. Crack nice book uh, yeah dude this is like the the dichotomy yeah. of <laughs> they only they only have one martini because they have to be up early the next day for training for training <laughs> <laughs> deal um so what's next what, what, what's our next biggest one we're profiling people so bad and i know we shouldn't do that no but it's guys not are probably nice yeah you're probably nice guys you just don't know any better and that's fine you just don't know any better you yeah just, that's okay we can't fault you for that. Uh, if you, Hinder, yeah, if you have a comment about it, you know what? If you need some recommendations on like what really, what some really good bands are, no, you know, we can, no, we can give it to them. no, I'm no, I'm not saying that we <laughs> listen to good bands and they listen to bad bands. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna You're right. Shit on if you, their if music. you, you know what? I like. I unfortunately enjoy Headstrong and Lips of an Angel. And a bunch of other butt rock songs. So I'm just in the mix as well. I just realized. I could see how this could be somebody's like guilty pleasure music. Yeah, I, th- it is. You know, it if 100% it's like, is. Yeah. If it's something I listen that to you Blurry don't a lot. Yeah. Puddle of Mud, Blurry, give it to me. Give it to me. Blurry. Oh, man. We, we'll have to do Is that Everything what you want to I don't know. Is blurry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Those Can guys I used to confuse. <laughs> I used to confuse those guys with Nirvana uh, <laughs> when I was like a little kid. Uh, but Hinder had another song. Okay off the same album called oh. better than me uh i want to talk about this album cover by the oh. way i mean yeah, holy too. moly is there a lot Whew. happening it's oh it's, it's down and dirty baby oh my um yeah it's uh well now of course i can't find it but it, let's just say it's pretty provocative so it's um yeah yeah. All right. Uh but but that to me just adds to the butt rockiness. Like it just it adds to that adds image to the of butt. like come on, you're trying to fit into this group and you guys you're too good for it. Like that's that's the feeling I get from Lips of an Angel from, yeah. from this band is like they're too it's good called, for it, but they're trying yeah. to like they accept the love they think they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Extreme Behavior, this it's album. Extreme Behavior. 2005. Wow. Okay, so this song is called Better Than Me and it uh doesn't have nearly as many plays, but it's their next most popular song. Here it goes. I think you can do much better than me. No, I won't say that. Oh, come on. Oh, and he lied. Okay, well, now, yeah, he lied to her. All right. 
I miss your hair in my face. Wow. I think, I think he said innocence, the way your innocence tastes, which is disgusting. That sounds, I don't <laughs> like that at all. So the topics are probably the only drawback, but I mean, the guy, yeah. they can Marshall, write some Marshall songs. Marshall Dutton is the name of the uh, lead singer Marshall. vocalist. Marshall well, Mar- Dutton. Marshall can, I don't know if he's the constructor of the songs. Con, con, is that a word? Constructor? The constructor? The one the who person constructs? Who, the one who constructs. The, sure. yeah, the, the, the song though, like the, the guitar and the build, like it's very mm. well done. Like that's uh, the vibe I get from that is, oh, this is going to be a good one. There's another story being told too with the lyrics. Like, mm-hmm. like even though our comments were, we were kind of like just giving it some, some fun, yeah. but at the same time, like the, the songs are, well written i can see so i was looking at spotify while i was playing and uh not to discredit the songs that are before it but i know that they didn't chart but two lips of an angel that was uh, on spotify there's 156,510 uh uh wait a second million. 156,510,350 streams better than yeah. me is at 45 million right around there so it's it's a hit by its own right, just not a charting hit. Right. And then right. every like the next one, two, three songs, 29 million, 16 million, 19 million. Like they write some good songs. And notably yeah. so, that song I heard from Trapped afterward, so mm-hmm. forgettable. I don't I remember the mosquito sound. But and it's like a the mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like a demo <laughs> sound after that. But then, you know, Hinder actually has a song that I may actually listen to because there's I don't know what actually happens in the rest of the song. Right. Yeah, it's telling a story, and that's that's cool. I think lyrically, it's definitely a superior song um, to either of the Trapped songs, um, and they're just better lyricists, whoever that is writing for them. Yeah. Um, but again, it's it's not it's not my thing. You're not gonna see me listening to this uh, either. One of these, they're just the. I don't like songs that are try hard. And I, that's definitely the feeling I get from these songs. And, sure. I, and I get it from, from bands outside of this genre too, from, from, from groups or artists, musicians, whatever. Sometimes right. people write try hard songs that are just trying to be so dramatic. And so like you gotta like really stretch those words that you're singing. And like right. the guitar has, the guitar has to be wailing on top of this, like over reverbed acoustic guitar. And it's like, it's gotta be so dramatic. Right. It's just like, just, just cut it down a little bit, like bring it to bare bones. And you know, it doesn't have to be, and maybe it has to do with the production value. Um, I think think when rock songs, when rock songs get to be so polished that they're like flawless in Mm -hmm. every instrument, in every, thing that you hear everything is just so perfectly mixed it's just not fun it it takes away any sort of like realness or rawness or or energy to it it's just like 
you just put it on to be like background noise, but it's not right. trying to be background noise. It's trying to, it, it wants your attention, but it's like, look how freaking it's, perfect I am right. of a song. It's I, trying to be like the, it um, it's like a, like you, it's, it's designed so you can try and be addicted to it is what it feels like. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's so, it's so good or so well done. Yeah, you have to listen to it again. Or they they construct songs so that the hook is like in your mind or yeah. whatever. They just want yeah, they just want that hook to be like just to sink yeah. in your mind, so you'll come back to it. So you'll come back to the band, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with writing sure. a, a catchy hook. Um, but it's like it just seems so so uh, uh, inauthentic. Like formulated. Yeah, it just seems yeah. like like several of the world's greatest catchy songwriters wrote like sat down on a table and were like this is what it had this is the order of notes we have to follow this is the rhythm it has to be now we'll get this band to play it and they'll write it about cheating on their wives and we'll get millions and millions of listeners and it's just it just yeah. seems so inauthentic right and it's i us. just i want anybody who's like a legitimate fan of these bands and like this is the kind of stuff they really dig i want them to explore outside of it and realize that there's like so much better stuff that is still in this realm of like good, like well-polished rock music and right. it's catchy and it has like some, uh, some great hooks, but it's not this. I, yeah. I don't know. I just have, I, don't know. I have like this personal grievance with this music for some reason. Yeah. And I, I get it. I get it. But I, I for the sake of the show, uh, for me, who the biggest one or the, the real one hit wonder yeah. is, uh, would definitely be trapped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, Light, yeah, Hinder is worlds, worlds beyond trapped. Uh, I think. I think this is an easy one. Yeah. In the can, trapped is well deserving of the one hit wonder title. Yeah. yeah. Hinder, I can see selling selling more tickets, writing oh, yeah. better music. Writing I better music. I think they probably did. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have much else to say. Uh, yeah. About these guys. That's that's a little hints or, or a little uh look into the world of butt rock. Yeah, yeah. And shouts again to to Hinder. Thanks for being good dudes and promoting a band yeah. that's up and coming. Yeah, yeah. They're probably good dudes. I I think that that's that's really cool of them that they're giving the shout out to the little guy. Um, and uh, as far as I know, all Trap does is talk about how great they are on Twitter and how better <laughs> they are than other bands <laughs> and uh, how much they love our president and how everybody yeah. is an idiot, a dumb, stupid idiot, a dumb, stupid you idiot. idiot. Are you the Hinge. biggest dumb idiot on Twitter? <laughs> My um, people are the best people. I have people entrapped. They love me. <laughs> <laughs> what if Trapped like played at his inauguration or something? And that's... Uh, you know what? They should use his music. The, the guy would be thrilled. Steven Tyler, For whatever. Real? Yeah, I don't know what his name is. Um, uh, yeah, Chad Michael mean, Michaels or whatever. Chad Michael Michaels. Yeah, no. Michael Michelson. Chris Taylor Brown. Chris, um, Chris Taylor Michael. Yeah, since Trump's been sued by like every other band on the planet oh God, for using yeah. their music now, like <laughs> he's kind of running out of options. So why not pick Trapped? It's yeah. fitting. I think a song like Headstrong is perfectly yeah. fitting, or even so a song like fitting. Bring It. I will hit you. <laughs> I will hit you. You know what? Just, hit just hit him. I want you to right hit him. In the fish, and you're hit not gonna hit me. All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we have for this week. Um, <laughs> folks, thank you so much for listening. I, Seriously. I really love recording this. Um, we're five episodes deep. That's five in the can. Um, holy moly. It's, it, it feels like we've been doing this a lot longer, but I'm uh, having it's fun. Really fun. 
yeah, I'm this having is a good. really good time. Yeah, and we, we've got so much more uh, stuff to talk about in the future. So, <laughs> so you know, please keep listening. Uh, again, if you like what you hear, uh, check us out on Spotify and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be really, really helpful to us. Oh and, wait, did um, we miss something? The what? the the Craigslist guy. Oh yeah, you wanted, yeah. Uh, let's do that so really quick. I wanted to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just we'll we'll kind of breeze through this because I know we're reaching you know an hour, um, and I don't want to take up too much time. But uh, next week we have something really, really special for you. But uh, just a little backstory <laughs> on that. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to do a segment this week because I, I wanted to you know get to the point. But um, uh, last week we were talking about bizarre Craigslist ads mm-hmm. and uh, some of the personal ones that I've come across. Uh, in, in the cities that I've lived in or whatever, uh, or just ones that I've seen online over the years. Uh, and Nolan had reminded me that there was <laughs> an ad that got put out about four years ago in the Virginia Beach Craigslist uh, section. Yeah. And it was this guy looking to be a, a member of a rock band. Like he wanted to put together a, a, yeah. a group. And, and he had listed some influences of his that I had in common. And he had mentioned like he was, you know, a guitar player, songwriter. Uh, but he also played the accordion and that he was hoping to play like the accordion for a man. Oh, and, and before you get into that, Matt, hmm. m- m- this is outside of like what I was doing at the time. Matt had his own previous to this, this jam that Matt was trying to put together. He had a friend in Virginia beach and they were trying to like, guy, just have a guy come in like jam. Let's see how we, how we, how we work together. Matt's previous band was a garage rock band. So it was like, like you got your just rock raw. It's there's a jam. This is like kind of the mindset, right? That you're going into. Yeah. Let's <laughs> jam. Let's play some rock. Yeah. So, so that was kind of the, the idea that I had and I thought, okay, this guy's an accordion player. So let's check out what he has. So he, in this, uh, yeah. Craigslist ad, he, he had included <laughs> a song. Right. And he's like, this is, you know, something that I wrote and I opened up the song and lo and behold, it was completely unexpected based right. on what I had uh, envisioned. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be, you know, something like a cool, like, like a kick Murphy's yeah, like heavy Irish Murphy. punk sort of thing. Um, but no, it was, it was got far different, totally different than that. Yeah. So that's a little taste of what that was included in that file. And I just thought like, I couldn't help but laugh because it just, it just was, it was so, so left field. contrary to what I thought I was going to hear. And it ended up being like this Eastern European, like <laughs> almost I, like yeah. swing sort of like traditional music thing. And I was like, that's, that's really good accordion playing. But like, I did oh not my God. expect that at all. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's a little background. Next week we're going right. to have... A whole lot more to talk about with that, right? Uh, but, anyways, we'll we'll save it for next week. Save uh, it for and, next and, week, yeah. yeah, yeah. So please come back next week. I'm really excited. I was really excited about this episode. Yeah, I'm ten times more excited about next week's episode. Absolutely, um, because we have something very very special for you guys, and I think you're gonna like it a lot. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you if you didn't like it, then email us and tell us how bad we are. Yeah, and, email uh, the hate line. <laughs> yeah, email the hate line. Tell your moms, tell your dads. Nolan, what do you want to go out on? Oh, boy. Um, 
No. no, I was like nothing that we've played so far. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, look, uh, how about we? How about we uh, <laughs> tell those haters to back off with a little bit of bring it. Hmm? Sure, let's bring right. it. So oh, this God. is this is how you know that you don't mess with us. All right. This is this is this is what we're going to use to end the show every week. Okay. No, it's keep, not. Just to keep you in line. All right. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Mosquito again. Dang it. Yeah. There's so much going on here. I hate it. It seems like it could be like the menu music for Twisted Metal. It's it's like Pro Tools and what they give you to make a song. I hate it. I hate it. Ugh. All right, cut it. God dang it. Jeez. <laughs>